Hey everybody, I tell you what, I am still broadcasting live from the boudoir. That's right, I am in my bed. Uh, <laughs> Saturday evidently wore me out. Everybody's like, get used to your new normal. I hate that. There are some things that I hate in the new normal. No, uh, I want to go back to the old me, the multitasking me. I could do it all and then some. And I'd add an hour to the day. That doesn't happen anymore. I was up for 12 hours, my longest day ever since January 2021 when I went down. It's sad that the last thing I remember, the last thing I did before my body took over, I was cleaning the baseboards in my living room. And I, ah, anyway, that story's been told. But I was thinking about it. My son's birthday's coming up. And he asked me for a record player. And I was like, you mean like a vi vinyl record? You mean, <laughs> we like, <laughs> remember when we went to CDs, for those of us that know what I'm talking about? When we went to CDs, CDs were like 30 some dollars and wow, and Blu-ray and all that. And could you afford all that? And my son is asking me for vinyl records and a record player and it's taking me back so I went online to look to find some albums and I was looking for like the Eagles Hotel California I wish I had saved my album because it was like seven sixty nine, or or I got it feel like Columbia House when you could get like 30 records for like a dime but you had to agreed to buy three records over the next three years. And I thought, oh, I'm committing to this contract. I hope I can fulfill it. <laughs> it's like 34 to 70 some dollars now. I wish I had saved my albums. The thing is, is I have a neighbor and I know that they've got a basement full of albums and I would love to go in there and take a look but I would it's, it's all moldy and mildewy and mildewy and all that stuff so it wouldn't be worth it even though I know they'd let me I, I don't I don't even want to go <laughs> go get him a birthday present from the basement and the moldy area no not gonna happen so I'm trying to find him some albums and then it kind of took me back to like nostalgia, if I had only saved my albums and I can't wait to tell them the tricks, like put a penny or a quarter on top of the needle so it doesn't skip and wait till you hear. I mean, he wants to hear the quality of the vinyl on the record player. And I'm sorry, but I do. I find I, I'm try I'm wiping back tears as I'm as I'm thinking about it because all we wanted to do was wait till you hear it on C D. And like the first C D player I ever had was when I bought a Mustang Cobra. Stupid purchase to make, but I was young and dumb. Twenty five. Mm -hmm. And, uh, <laughs> and I bought uh, a, a vehicle that had a CD player. And it didn't have one in the house, but I had one in my vehicle. And the sound quality was incredible. But I have been purchasing albums that uh, my husband wanted Metallica, Kill Em All. I got Tears for Fears because he loves that. And then Queen's 
greatest hits. I wanted to get Roxanne by the police, but the 45 is like $45. And that's not happening until I know for sure my son wants <laughs> these albums. But I'm going back and I'm thinking, wow, I wish I had told myself to save all of those albums. And then I started thinking about it. What would I have told myself had I had known at the age of 10? I mean, my goodness, I was born with what, what we call back in the 70s a club foot. My, my foot was turned out and my mom worked on turning my foot in every day to the Campbell's Soup song. I've already sung that. And that prevented me from having to wear a brace. But I was told that's what started the subluxation of my pelvis. And so I've had this rare genetic disorder since birth. Of all the things I could have been born with, why this? I could have been Elvis's child. I could have had money. Anyway, so I always wanted to know if I was Elvis's daughter because my lip curled up, but um, like his did. But my mom said it was reminding her of my father, and they divorced, so it didn't make her happy. But anyway, that's a story for another day. But I thought, what would I tell my younger self? Well, I would go back, and now there's no Doctor Who. I'm not getting in the TARDIS. I can't go back in time. So I just have to think to myself, this is what I would do going back in time. I would tell my 10-year-old self, put those legs down. Don't put them behind your head. It's not a party trick. Nobody needs to see it. You're in the fifth grade. Get off that desk. Put your legs down, young lady, because that was an issue. Then I would tell my 14-year-old self, stand up tall. But by the way, your body's collapsing in the middle. You need to build your core. And then at 18, when my jaw locked shut in the physical, of course, that was a happy day for many people. I couldn't talk. (laughs) So everybody kind of enjoyed that one. So he goes in, reaches into my mouth, lowers my jaw, pulls it out, and then puts it back in. I go in. It's like, I don't know measurements well, which is good, I guess. Uh, That's another private joke. I can't share that. Um, But I don't know measurements. And I think it was like 18 centimeters or millimeters or kilometers or inches or something. Inches would be, uh, if I put my mouth 18 inches, I don't think that would be good. I think that would be a bit too much. Um, So it was like, it was opening very little. Let's put it that way. Like, maybe my jaw could open maybe like the size of a dime. And by the time I left, it was a half dollar I could open it up. So I guess the normal size. We'll go by money. I've, I've seen a, a, a 50-cent piece, so a silver dollar. If anybody ever remembers a silver dollar. My grandfather, who was a multimillionaire, I got a silver dollar from him every time. And when he passed away, I was non-existent. But that's okay. A story for another day. So even though I was getting proper posture at 18, my neck was pulling forward. Didn't really know that. So I would tell myself, work on your core. Make your core better. Then when I was 19, 
Don't run out and stop that idiot from backing up in their Ford F-150 because they're going to run over your foot and it's going to start a domino effect for the rest of your life. I would have done that. Then I would say I would go back and stop myself from dating this one guy, but then this one guy never would have led to the main guy that I got that gave me the love of my life, my son, and the husband of my life, my husband. So all of those things I'd keep. But the body trauma stuff, <laughs> papoo, goodbye, papoo, that's what I said, papoo, poof, they're gone, poof, they're gone. Why would I do all that? Because your body, I mean, like a third of our body's fluid, I mean, fascia, connects the body parts at the same time that it is protecting our muscles. It contains nerves. These tissues, the fascia, the fascia, also serve as a layer of protection and it gives us body awareness. And that's something we don't have with HEDS. The proprioception, and I do not like that word, it's kinesthesia, the lack of kinesthesia, it sounds prettier, doesn't it? Everybody can say proprioception, but kinesthesia, they might have to look that up. And if we're going to have to have something, dadgummit, make them look it up. Fascia is what protects tissues from damage and allows for remodeling after any kind of injury. And every time I was lifting my legs up behind my head, although popular, uh, it wasn't good for my pelvis and scientists and therapists they have been exploring this system for years but they're not talking about it it's called and i, I don't even know it's it's i think it's inner uh, what is it interstitium i think interstitium that's what we're going to call it <laughs> for the awol zebra podcast group it's interstitium the fascial system, I mean, it's a body-wide communicator for the push and the pull of mechanical information. And there is evidence that suggests that the fascia can be damaged by both physical and mental impact. It's also affected by poor postural habits. Habits. I was going to say habits, <laughs> habits, poor postural habits, stress-induced muscular tension. It, 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 it makes you have limited movement. If you're dehydrated, things like that, you get these Velcro-like adhesions that form within the fascia that starts gluing the muscles together and starts restricting their ability to perform their individual functions. And when you're forced to move in this manner, the muscles become less efficient. That's what was happening to me. Is that happening to you? The deep layers of the tissue where the adhesions and the scar tissue is, is normally common, it can be stubborn and it can require more than a typical rub down or a cupping. So like no massage, you know, the, the hot bath that you're taking, it's going to affect some change, but not enough. And that's where fascial remodeling comes into play. 
And and the thing is, is the interstitium, (laughs) we'll just say the study of fascia. How about that? The study of fascia. The, 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 the adhesions, they can be hard, but they start acting, they, they start not reacting, I guess is the better word. They start not reacting to the way our body is moving. So we need our fascia to be full of fluid and to act like a shock absorber so that it will allow our muscles to glide over each other. And we need that. When we tax our bodies, the fascia just flattens out, the fluid leaves, it, it just, it collapses. And then the body, the whole structure, that's you, you start to flatten like a pancake. That's that collapsing thing that I've been talking about. So that's kind of what's happening when you don't protect your fascia. So yes, if I could go back to my 10-year-old self, starting there, because everything up until 10 was, was, was carte blanche, I, I guess I could do whatever I, I was, uh, until I was 10, whatever. I was a kid. But at 10, I had to grow up. At 11, I started working. I walked to school. I did this. <laughs> we 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 turned our own butter. Uh, but no. I did start working at 11 and I started putting my body through the rigorous everything. Teaching aerobics at 18. I mean, having the truck run over my foot, then go and teaching a, an aerobics class probably wasn't the smartest thing, but it didn't hurt. I think it's because all the nerves were cut off. And I couldn't feel squat, but I'm certainly feeling the after effects now. And that's from 1989. And if I'm 53, not good at math, I can get back changed because I was an excellent drive through person at McDonald's. Uh, let's see, $1.86 would be 14 cents if they give you $2.89. I'm 52. I was 19. I'm not 59, but that would be 40 years. It'd be less than 40. So it's like 30 some years, right? Right, I think. So the pain and what my body went through because I wasn't in the TARDIS machine to go back and tell my 19-year-old self, let that person drive off. Don't get in the way of that big wheel on that F-150 pickup truck. I wouldn't be able to tell this story today. So there's the positive, and we'll end on that. And now I'm going back online to see what I can find for my favorite son for his record player. Christy Lynn Hanchi, and I'm here on AWOL Zebra. Won't you be an AWOL Zebra too? Ah, ah, that's it. Work on your fascia before it's, ah, that's it. Just start working on your fascia before it stops working for you. And then I'm a zebra, you're a zebra. Wouldn't you like to be an AWOL zebra too? That wasn't good. Be a AWOL, be an AWOL zebra. Woo! Be a zebra, be an AWOL zebra. That's like the Dr. Pepper song back that David Naughton did back in like the 70s. Who was on the show making it. 
and then went on to be an American werewolf in London. Yes, as a disc jockey, I had to learn a lot about everything because seven seconds is a long time when you have absolutely nothing to say. Thank you for joining me, AWOL Zebra, over and out. Have a lovely day. Oh, I got my voice back. Huh?